What did you say? This is going to be rough. <laughs> I got my drink over here. It is the uh, two shots of vodka. Yeah, because today, Justin, you know what we're doing? Please don't do it. We're Please. taking a we're taking a little detour from the War Cats. We're going to mosey on over to Forks, Washington. I'm going to take my brace off so because I can't run do you away. know what happens in Forks, Forks Washington? Um, Twilight. That's what uh, by Stephanie Meyer. Here's a little bit behind the scenes for the listeners at home. We have not recorded the final Warrior Cats <laughs> podcast because I keep crying. Well, I that, haven't finished the notes on it. I keep crying. And Blue has gotten so pissed off from mm-hmm. reading reading Twilight. I only read the first nine chapters. That we, she was like, "I got to do it, or I'm gonna grind my teeth, <laughs> grind through my night guard." Yeah. So now we know I'm not allowed to start the next book until or the next series until we finish the first series that we're on. Yeah. And we also know that I am not as big of a fan of the Twilight books. As I am the Warrior Cats books. Yeah. Um, it's made and, for a little yeah. little bit of an older audience. Well, no. Apparently, you said it was made for eight-year-olds. No, no. Warriors was made for eight-year-olds. This book was targeted to nine to 13-year-olds. Which it's not. At the very it's beginning. Because Twilight by Stephanie Myers was released in 2005. And then the movie was only... The first movie was only released three years later in 2008. A little bit of a sonic warning for this as well. You may hear ice. I'm getting drunk. Ice, ice, baby. I'm not. You know, you can't be drunk this. every podcast. <laughs> I'm, I'm not doing this one sober. Okay. Did this one and then the rest you have to do sober. Okay. Okay. So, howdy, folks. My name's Blue. I love to read. And my name's Justin. And I hate to read. Welcome back to Reading Health Hostage. Like we're saying, today we're starting the first bit of Twilight. And I... I've talked to people at work. I've talked to Justin about it. I don't totally know how this is going to go. Um, we're just going to go with the flow. I finished nine chapters before I wanted to gouge my ears out because I'm actually listening to Twilight. For why? I do not know. Better than reading it. Yeah, and I get a lot more details that way. Um, but as I was saying, Twilight is by Stephanie Myers, who we all know. Because like when you when you read books, you've told me before, you just skim over dumb shit. That's true. <laughs> if I mean, I'm not going to read the dumb shit. Like, there's a lot of, like, flirty banter in this that I would have just skipped because I would have gotten so tired of, yeah. of, of it. I just would have gotten tired of it. So I first want to discuss, like I said, by Stephanie Myers. I want to discuss the lens that I'm reading through this. So we have some trigger warnings in our show notes. Yeah, we're going to start putting them at the top of the description. And we'll let you know when to check them. Yeah, so I would check them now because I get pretty heated in my notes. Um, there's a lot of different things. And I think you can probably take a gander like relationship wise. But I also dig a little bit heavily into the race aspect of this. Yes. Some class issues. Which you've you've told me about. And it's I know. I it's not great. Hold my tongue. Um, so, yeah, check those out. And the lens that I'm reading this through, I'm going to say my lens first, Justin, and then I want you to say your lens. Okay. Do you know what I'm saying when I mean lens? Okay. That's glasses we're wearing. Yeah, that's right. So I've watched the movies a bunch. I don't think I ever read the books all the way through when I was a kid. I was a Warrior Cats Percy Jackson kid. Mm -hmm. So Twilight was kind of like on my peripheral. I read the first one when I was a kid. Didn't love it. And then now I'm back as an adult. I know that Stephanie Myers is a Mormon or a part of the Church of the Latter-day Saints. She believes she's a feminist. No comment yet. Um, It's clearly that that has influenced her writing a lot. And it's nice to read it as a big kid now and see that. And then also pretty clear during this book that she might not have been paid by Volvo. But oh my God, does she love the silvery Volvo? I think the only car in the movies that wasn't a Volvo was like the Jeep Mm -hmm. in the first movie. Yeah, the Emmett and them are on. I don't remember them that well, but I think that's the only and the the um, truck, the truck. Yeah. So to say your lens now, because you've seen the movies. Yes. OK, so I've seen the movies. My uh, brother growing up was really into them. <laughs> yeah, he uh, he all over it. Mm-hmm. He was a perfect age group for him, though. He, he was. was. He's a little bit older than us. Yeah. Um, And it was I've seen the movies with you. I've seen the movies with him. They're my comfort movies. Yeah, they're. It's what you've told me so far 
the books seem worse, which is surprising. I know. I think that would be a correct, um, a correct viewpoint on this is, I mean, obviously books are going to have a lot more detail than a movie. That's just how the world works. Yeah, you can't. Except for holes. Unless you're making a series, you can't. Yeah. Put as much detail into visual media as Which you can. Which is why I'm so excited for the Percy Jackson show. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That little kid is... The, oh, the, he's so cute. I just want to touch his little cheeks. Um, I also want to point out... So, just another real quick thing before I start diving in. I'm going to do the preface. Preface. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> the preface. <laughs> I say preface. And then... Which is like an epilogue-ish. But it's not really cool. an epilogue. Cool. You know how I feel about this. I know. You love a good epilogue. Just it, get into the book. <laughs> Just put, make it the first chapter. I'm going to get into that and then uh, go to chapter nine. But Straight I, to chapter nine? Yeah, we're going to just go preface to chapter nine. No in between. Okay. This, okay. The Moscow mule's hitting me. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I do want to say that because Stephanie Myers, um, it's, we're going to get more into it, but we're going to discuss um, some Native American and indigenous issues. But I want to point out that in our show notes... We have some information about native missing and murdered indigenous women. Which you've told me about and is horrific. I do want to say. Oh my God, I almost started crying. Oh, babe. (laughs) Uh, We'll just be quick. So, uh, and then we'll talk. uh, Basically. No, it's important. Let's talk about it. Yeah. So as of 2016, the National Crime Information Center has reported 5,712 cases of missing American Indian and Alaskan native women and girls. However, the U.S. Department of Justice missing persons database only reported 116 cases. Which is, it's it's ridiculous because it's just, how do you let that much go? That, yeah. That's that's not a like 1% oops, we fucked up. No. That's a majority of the cases. Yeah. That's and- over, what, 60, 70% of the cases they just didn't do anything about. Mm-hmm. And there are not that many indigenous people left. So no. I put some um, links to um, a group called Native Hope and then the actual missing and murdered indigenous women um, website. So just check that out if you want. Um, it's definitely an important issue. Um, and we're going to be using indigenous throughout this podcast. Mm-hmm. We're, I'm white. Yeah, we're white. But we don't really know the correct term like we feel we'll like that's the correct it, yeah. terminology but mm-hmm. who knows well we're <laughs> gonna do better than stephanie did that's oh for yeah sure. that's our goal that's our goal <laughs> that's our goal <laughs> that's it's a, a baseline the lowest bar yeah. ever okay okay we've gabbed um we're gonna start book release 2005 movie release 2008 i'm gonna talk about both kind of in tandem because the movie just gives you that just like sense of nostalgia and i feel like more people obviously more people have seen the movie yeah and i think everybody kind of remembers team team edward team jacob and at the end of this book justin and i vote we decide which team we're on yeah i know what team i'm on already i know what team i'm on what team are you on what team are you on now and then let's decide what team we are on after i read I'm team nobody in this book. No, you have to pick Edward or Jacob. Because I'm also that team, but I have to pick one. Are we talking about relationship or who we think is the better person? Because I don't think either of them should be in a relationship with I think we'd have Bella. to pick relationship because that's how we did it back in the day. We back in the day in 2008. Okay, then it's Edward because that's the one she chose. So I'm actually going to choose Jacob. Yeah. So starting now, I'm team Jacob, you're team Edward. Not really. No, Justin, go along with it. <laughs> and we'll decide at the end what team we're actually on based on the book. Okay. Team Bella. <laughs> You're such a feminist, babe. I know. <laughs> You're basically Stephanie Myers. Out here rocking it. <laughs> All right, the preface. So we start with Bella ready to die. And she thinks it's really incredibly noble of her, which I thought was really funny, cool. uh, to die in a place of somebody else, somebody that she loves. She could not possibly regret going to Forks, even if it means she wouldn't have died. She's about 18, 17 at this point in the book. Um, and then the, the, the chapter ends, the hunter sauntered towards her to kill her. Mm. So <laughs> He's doing his hot girl walk. Yeah. So then I just want to put some background in. So Bella, who is Isabella Swan. Um, is it Isabella? That's the right way to say it, right? Yeah. Okay. Shout out East. <laughs> Isabella Bella lives with her mom in Phoenix, Arizona, and her ma got married to Phila, Phil, 
who's a minor league baseball player. She could tell her mom missed being with Phil while he traveled to do baseball stuff, which is so very Twilight of them. Um, So Phil traveled. So she decides, Bella decides to go live with her dad in the town her mother ran away from 17 years earlier. Yeah. Her dad and her don't have a great relationship. Her dad's Charlie Swan. Um, And he had visitations every summer until she was 14 and she was old enough to be like, I don't want to go to that hellhole. Yeah. Um, She's now 17 at the point in the book we're going to start. She hates forks and she loves the summer. She's a she's doing her hot girl, hot pale girl shit out in the summer. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing is like she's described as super pale, at least in the movies. I don't know about no, it. No, she's in the book. described that way. Gotta know Stephanie Myers loves them pale. But she's from Phoenix. Yeah, that's the joke, is that she never got pale. Never got pale. Do you get it? <laughs> <laughs> never got tanned, so you get the joke. <laughs> okay, so um, Bella's worried that her mom won't be able to take care of herself since apparently she's a completely useless adult. Um, that's my commentary on it. Um, she's not wanting to go to Forks and it is clearly depressed and has body image issues. But don't worry, Edward fixes those. What? How do you? How do I'm you joking. fix someone's body? I'm okay. already mad. So chapter one. I mean, if you do have body image issues, there's hope. Like yeah. I'm not saying that you can't fix it. It's not but, Edward's job. Yeah, Edward's not, Edward's not going to help you. I vote the way Edward does it is Mui Basira. That means very trash. Okay, chapter he, one. He puts his hand around her waist, squeezes. It's like you should probably work out. Yeah. Have you tried eating some bread, skinny bitch? Because that's like yeah, that's a pretty big word. <laughs> okay, so we're not even on the story yet. You won't let me get there to chapter one. Uh, we're just having fun in the audio <laughs> format that we do. I know, but Justin, I have so much to say. Oh, no. I'm kidding. I love you. It's okay. <laughs> so chapter one. The book starts with her going to the airport with her mom, who's trying to make sure this is what Bella wants. And Bella's, like, really good at being manipulative because she's, like, internally, she's like, I absolutely do not want to go. I would fucking hate this choice, but I'm making it for my mom. And she's like, yeah, mom, I really want to go. Okay, so I was about to be like, doesn't she fucking not want to do this? She so, does not want to. And her mom's okay. like, you don't have to do this. Yeah, she's fully not communicating. But Bella made her choice. Yeah. She's almost an adult, although I would argue that's an 18-year-old adult. Yeah. Um, she and her dad do not get along. She calls him Charlie in her head. Um, she's very embarrassed that he's a police officer, which I get. Yeah. Um, but he's really... 40% realistic. of all cops just Google it. Oh, my God. Shut up. Um, I know. <laughs> but not Charlie. I love Charlie. Um, and he only has the cruiser to drive her around in. So he's like clearly so excited to have his daughter staying with him for a good chunk of time. He even bought her a car and she's kind of mean about it. Like, how old is it? When did you, who'd you buy it from? What's it like? And he's like, I bought you a fucking car. Like, yeah, yeah. And she's like, okay. And she was like, oh, yeah, that's great. And she wrote, like, in her internal monologue goes, no need to add that my being happy in Forks is an impossibility, which is so dramatic. Like, Got him. I get that you're sad, but, like, you you literally made the choice. Yo, yo, I'm not going to shout out uh, the brand. I was about to shout out the brand I use. Uh, get some online help. That's really easy. Yeah. Oh, it's 2005. Hey. Uh, get some in-person help, girl. Hey, yeah. You can do that. So, but hey, the where I get therapy, uh, shout out. Uh, get, <laughs> give us give, get, get our email. <laughs> so Charlie has sweetly set up her room for her. I think Charlie's just the sweetest little guy. She goes in. She has a really negative self talk about her body and how she's not tan enough. How she's too short. But she's not like other girls. She doesn't even relate to people her age <laughs> or even people at all. So <laughs> dun dun. <laughs> boom, boom. On her first day of school, she's like really anxious because who wouldn't be? And she quickly notices that there's a really shiny, sexy Volvo in in the lot. That is one hot Volvo. The thing God, is, I love Volvos. Volvo hey. kind of sounds like Volva to me, <laughs> so it keeps makes it icky in my Uh-oh. brain. That's so, one shiny Volvo. <laughs> she gets out of the car and she's like, come on, like, calm down, Bella. Like, it's not like anybody's going to bite you. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Uh-oh. So the writer, Stephanie Myers, is like so into the paleness of people around her. She's like, well, I don't have to worry about being pale. Everybody's pale here. It's yeah. like, girl, stop. Nobody just stop it. 
Yeah, stop talking about it. Every time she talks about Edward, pale hands. Dude's got the palest hands ever. Well, she, didn't she make it so like the... Uh, I can't say that yet. Okay. Because I haven't gotten to that chapter. Okay. okay. You can hold on until the next time. All right. Um, she's like really smart and like she's smarter than any of these boring townies. All the boys she meets are instantly obsessed with her. All the girls are instantly jealous of her. But she doesn't like, like, she notices that, but she doesn't care about it. Because, like I said, she's not like other girls. Oh, she's not like other girls. She's not like other girls. <laughs> <laughs> she's not like that. She's kind of quirky. <laughs> yeah, she's kind of quirky. So, then at lunch, she sees them. The Cullens. The Cullens. Ooh. They're prettier than anyone she's ever seen. They're so pale. Oh, yeah. They have these sexy, dark eyes. I and love it. They have huge circles under their eyes like they need to go to sleep. <laughs> she kind of notices even then she's like, they look so old. They might as well be teachers. <laughs> so they're not really doing a good job yeah. fitting in. Also, if you were immortal, why would you go to high school? Why wouldn't you be like, hey, I'm actually 18 and I got a GED or whatever. They switch it up between. I know from the movies and like the lore that I know is that like they switch it up. They go to college sometimes. Like sometimes they go like they'll be in high school and they'll go to night classes at a college. The thing with going to college is you could do like a bunch of different majors. Like you could do a different major every time. They do. They have all their be, hats. Which would be really cool. Yeah. But going to high school, you're not learning anything different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like, what are you, what are you doing? Yeah, I don't know. So, she gets um, told by Jessica that they're the Collins and the Hales. So, actually, in the book, Rosalie and Jasper are twins, is what, like, their lore is. So, it's Rosalie and Jasper Hale. And the, then... They're not the ones in the couple, right? No, 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 no. That's... that's Okay, so, I'll, I'll tell you in a second. Okay. So, then there's also Edward, Emmett, and Alice, and they're the Collins. They're adopted children. So, Edward... It's kind of like a loner, like, oh, he's not oh. like other boys. Um, I'm sorry. I don't, what, what sounds do bat makes? <laughs> Wait, let's just, uh, one sec. This is the sound that bat makes. Oh, our microphone didn't pick it up. It was too high. Sorry. Too sorry, guys. Um, so Emmett and Rosalie are a couple and then Jasper and Alice are a couple. They live with Dr. Cullen and his wife and they're together, which is like, that's Ew. weird. That's weird. And then Jessica, one of the people Bella's sitting with in, it. In real life, though, it would be kind of weird. Like, if you were... It would be. I mean, so the twins are adopted by the Collins as well, right? Yeah, so what they actually say is that the twins, Rosalie and Jasper, are like Esme, Dr. Collins' wife, her niece and nephew. Okay. And, like, their parents passed away, okay. and they adopted these two twins. They've been with them for a long time. Yeah, but it's still there... Yeah, if they're there for a long time, it's still their adopted family. Like, that's kind of... No, I agree, but that's... Not great. I mean... So, have they been in town, or is it, like, they just got back to town? They were in... They've been in town for about three years, which means these kids were this age looking like they should be teachers in freshman year. Well, sophomore year So, they looked 18 in freshman year. Yeah, well, they don't look 18. They look stunning. Like, it is... Oh god, they're so no, hot. like literally, like oh. they look, they look immortal. Like you can tell something is wrong with them. They're too pretty, then so they, they don't shouldn't... look eighteen. They look off. Do you know? That's the thing. It's like, do you remember seeing pictures of us from our like freshman years? Oh boy, do I. We look like dorks, oh, like dorky I, little. I was an emo dork. I look awful. What? You were a sports I guy. I still fell in love with you. And I also fell in love with you. I guess that's a good time to say that Justin and I have been together since my freshman year. Yeah. So we do have experience. My sophomore year, I'm not a weirdo. (laughs) 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 I love saying that when anybody asks. They're like, oh, how long you've been together? And I say, her freshman year. And then there's like a silence. And they're like, my sophomore year. I was just. It's not gross. Trust me. Yeah. So we're we have, a year and a half apart. It's not a big... <laughs> yeah. And we have experience on high school dating, so we know how icky it is, which is why this book is also extra funny to me. Yeah. Um. So what what grade are they in? So what's your face? Bella is um, a junior and Edward is a senior. Okay. But Edward is also immortal. Immortal. Yeah. yeah. 100 and what? Well, 19? we don't know yet, Justin. 
17 and some change. Oh. Okay, like a lot, a lot of change. <laughs> like 17 and four and five years. <laughs> Who knows? Um, okay, any more questions about so far? He saw JFK get assassinated. That's true. Just a, I, I don't know why that came to my head, but... Maybe he's the one who did oh, the... Oh, no! He's the magic bullet! <laughs> he just goes so freaking... Because that's Ed, one of Edward's things, is he he's goes really go fast. Fast as hell. Yeah, he's really fast. Okay, anything else? No, I'm good. Okay. So, Jessica, who's Bella's friend, kind of makes a comment that Dr. Cullen's wife can't have kids, and they all... And, like, Bella remarks, like, why the fuck does that matter? <laughs> Which is cool. Like, that doesn't matter. No. But I just based. thought it was so based, interesting. Based. based. <laughs> so this is like, remember in the movie when it's slow motion, the fan's going, Bella's going into her science class and the fan hits her hair. Yeah. And he Edward like comes, up. He comes in his pants. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's what he does. He throws, he, uh, comes, I mean. <laughs> but he's like in her science class and he's staring at her and she's like, why is he so mean and hostile? He's furious. Which is like, dude, I'd switch classes. Bella. Yeah, if I was Bella, I'd switch classes. If a dude is just mean, mean dogging me, the he doesn't whole even class. say anything. He just yeah, looks yeah. hot, and like to the point where somebody, Mike, his name's Mike, in his class, in her class, is like, "Hey, what was up with Colin? Did you I, say something?" From when we went to school to like now, school shooter vibes. Oh, if anybody looked at me with the hate that Edward Colin looks at Bella, I would report that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Full sc- school shooter vibes. Like. She uh, goes back. She finds Edward trying to change classes. We all, we, I mean, if you've seen the movie, you know the scene I'm talking about. And she's basically like holding back tears the whole way home. Like that would destroy me. Why? Because he's switching classes? No, because he was so mean. Like oh, just okay. her, his physicality was so mean to her. Because yeah. like, like I said, he didn't say anything. Yeah. He was just so physically mad and furious and clearly like hateful with her. Yeah. Which is like. Yeah, if I got that vibe off anybody, like, I'd freak out. We're in chapter two now, and it's, of course, day, day two at school. She's starting to remember people's names, Mike, Eric, Jessica, which I would not be able to remember people's names no, at this no, point. No, no, no. I still I, can't I, do it. I only know, like, n- the names of three teachers I had. I can't remember the names of any teachers I had. Uh, one, two, yeah. two. Which is, like, how do you... I don't call. Te- I never called teachers by their names because I was always so um, worried I'd mess it up. And that's through my full schooling, not just high school. Yeah, like college, like high school before that. Yeah, I was just trying to think if I could remember, but yeah. So she's dreading like school. She's like kind of also wanting Edward's glares. Like she kind of mm, wants to combat. Glare them. at me, daddy. Ew. Uh, she kind of wants to like combat them. I think like yeah. You know, prove that she's stronger than his stupid hostile hostileness. But Edward never shows up to school. She also meanly calls this kid Mike, who's been following her around, a golden retriever because he follows her around everywhere and like is like a puppy dog with her. Do you know what? Whenever I work somewhere for a little bit and it's like the people are doing training and they're following around, I call them little ducklings. Yeah, so it's a little bit derogatory, you know. So it's like she's like, but in a cute way, it's like, oh, you're a little duckling. No, she's mean in the book. She doesn't like Mike. Dickhead. Yeah, she's like, God, I don't want anybody to like like me that much. And it's like, who the fuck? Oh my god, it pisses me off so much. Who do you think you are? That yeah. Um, She decides when she gets home that Charlie's not able to cook for himself. She makes the decision. Um, Which is like some parents can't. It sucks, but. Yeah. Um, And she has to handle it. So she goes shopping. You know, she does filler stuff. She goes home to a bunch of emails from her anxious ma. And she calms her down and then reads Withering Heights for fun, which like I've read that. You don't read that for fun. What's Withering Heights? Trash. It's just an old book. Okay. Um. Not important. Is it just like this episode isn't called Withering Heights, Justin? Is it world building that she's an old soul? Yeah, pretty much. So Charlie, I keep saying so, which is such a grooming term, old soul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But not like grooming like the warrior cats when they're sharing tongues. (laughs) (laughs) Um. So Charlie gets home and takes his gun belt off because he's a cop, and Bella makes a joke that. He clearly didn't, he didn't take the bullets out. So he must not consider her old enough to shoot herself on accident. But, <laughs> what the hell? And not depressed enough to shoot herself on purpose. Oh my God. Yeah. So that's like in chapter two. 
um, which I didn't love. Hey, Suicide's hotline will be in the description. Yeah. And the crisis text line now has a, the suicide text line or call line now has a text three digit number and call three digit number. It's 988. Anyways, um, she decides to talk to her dads about the Collins and she goes, Hey, like what's up with the Collins? And her dad kind of goes off. He's like, did those little assholes at school tell you bad shit about the Collins? Like that's bullshit. Like the Collins are here. Dr. Colin could be living anywhere in any part of the world making bank, and instead they're here in our little tiny shit town. <laughs> I just burped. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Edit that out. <laughs> no. Keep going. <laughs> little tiny shit town. Their kids are good. Like, they're fucking, how many of them? Five kids never once get in trouble, and everyone in town's weird about them. And she backtracks. She goes, yeah, no, I was just asking. No, no, that's it's fine. And she doesn't be, she's not like, yeah, also Edward's bullying me. Yeah, he's also like mean dogging me and like, you should probably actually look into him seeing yeah, that you're a cop. something's wrong. Yeah. Um, she's going to school for the next week. Edward's not there the whole time. All her friends are talking about going to the beach. Let's go to the beach, 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 beach. La push. Um, and she's kind of like daydreaming about stupid Edward who was mean to her. She only met him once and she's like, da- she's like obsessed. She like wants to see him, all that kind of stuff. But like, pisses me off. Why do nice guys never get the girl? Oh my God. I've, I, I theorize that she has a mean kink. Like yeah. she's into that. Just like degrade me. Yeah. Like she's a degradation kink, which yeah. is fine. Do do whatever you do, you, do as do long you. as it's consenting. Yeah. He's not consenting. One. He's just mean as shit. Yeah. It's not a kink for him. It's I hate I you. I hate you. Um, <laughs> it's actual. actual <laughs> it's actual yeah, yeah. hate. Yeah. On Monday, it's snowing. It's the first time she's ever seen snow and everyone's making fun of her. Um, and then during lunch, you'll never guess who's there. It's Edward. And she's she can't even look at him. She actually gets physically sick that she's, she can't even eat. She's like uncomfortable to the point that like, you know, Jessica's like, are you okay? Why is Edward staring at you? Yeah. And then Bella's like, does he look angry? And she's like, Jessica's like, why would she, why would he look angry? Yeah. Just another weird encounter. But she becomes like, that starts her obsession. For yeah. some reason, that to her is like a good thing. Yeah. Um, Edward and Bella have bio together and he's not, he's kind of not a dick this time. Um, He's like, kind of like, I don't know. He's being flirty in an uncomfortable way this time. And whenever Again, she... Again, bad vibes. Bad vibes. Bad vibes. Whenever if she... I was, t- if I was Bella, bad vibes. Except for, for some reason, Bella's like, he's perfect. How no. is he so perfect? But how am I a mess? And then... Hey, have more self-confidence. Literally, girl. Like, get, go get, to therapy. Yeah, get yourself straight. He was literally so mean to her. And um, they're doing their lab. She notices his eyes are different color, which kind of stresses him out. He's like, no, they're the same color. Gaslight. (laughs) And then he's interrogating her pretty much. He's like asking her about her life. He's like, so why'd you come to Forks? What's wrong with your mom? Who's Phil? Why did you? Why aren't you cool with Phil? What's up with that? How how do you know this? He's asking her and she's answering. And like all this personal yeah like right off the after being so weird to him. Yeah, yeah so day one he's mean as shit she's uncomfortable she cries yeah, yeah week passes he doesn't show up then he shows up she gets so physically ill at lunch she can't mm. eat because yeah, he is yeah. there and she's so uncomfortable they have the lab together he's being uncomfortably flirty and then basically interrogates her about her life which she answers everything don't he does not answer any of her questions cool and then they finish up school, and you'll never guess. He's on his shiny Volvo. <gasps> oh, yeah, the Volvo. Oh, so, I love Volvos. Stop. What's your favorite Volvo, Blue? Whichever one Edward's driving. Oh, yeah? Uh-huh. Name a Volvo. The one Edward's driving? No, besides, like, the model. Yeah, like, the one Edward drives. Yeah, yeah, a model number. They, I think they do numbers and letters. Okay, sure. yeah, so I'll just kind of stick to where I'm at. So, like, the one Edward drives. <laughs> That'd be so funny if, like, on the back of a Volvo, you see the one that Edward drove. I think they're kind of ugly, honestly. They, I mean, they're cars. Or I wonder if they're, like, a Mormon car. I don't know. Let's Google that real quick. 
R Vol Volvos Big with more mons. For the people at home, she fought chopstick finger in the keyboard. There's a kitten in my spot. Are Volvos uh, Mormon cars? Are Volvos? Are Volvo cars? Are are Volvos cars? (laughs) Question mark? Are Volvos cars? I know they are now because of how much fucking Stephanie wrote about them. No, there's nothing that indicates Mormon Mormonness about them. They're German, right? I I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know shit that. about Mormons. Yeah. Okay. Not Mormons. I? Volvos. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know stuff about Mormons. I don't know anything about Volvos. Um, and I, I I know they're called Church of the Latter Day Saints. That's a fucking mouthful. Um, chapter three. She's waking up. It's not foggy the next day, but there's like frozen rain over some snow, which I can totally picture that. And that, that sounds yeah. terrible. She's so silly and so clumsy and so dumb that it took her like five minutes to get out to her car. But then this actually made me tear up a little because I love when parents are sweet to their kids. Wait, it's snowing in the middle of the like the beginning of the school year or did she It's move? the middle of the school year. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, closer to the end. She's silly and dumb and she gets to her car and like she drives to school. She realizes that Charlie must have gotten up super early to like put these snow chains on her car. Which I just thought was super sweet because she like notes in the book. She's like, I'm not used to being taken care of. Yeah. I'm like, you are 17 years old. You should be used to being taken care of. Yeah, you're a child. Yeah, you're still a baby. And then she's at school kind of glancing at her snow chains. And then she hears a noise. You know the scene. She hears skidding. And then the only black guy in the movie is about to hit her. It's Tyler. And he's just like about to slam into her and then of course she sees edward shiny volvo intentionally evil guy the only (laughs) black guy in the book i know right i don't think he's black in the book he's black in the movie they don't really say anything about his there's only like two or three pocs in all of those movies isn't there Mm -hmm. yep cool jacob does not count neither do any of the quaaludes yeah, sorry. We're gonna we're gonna struggle with that for a little bit. Yeah, let me let me get the Google again. Quileute. 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 N- none of the Quileute. Quileute tribes. So, um, she notices Edward Collins standing a couple cars down with his shiny, shiny, sexy Volvo. But all of a sudden, yeah, he's there between her and the car. And he's like grabbing her, and she fucking <laughs> so slams her head. Fast. <laughs> well, this is a gaslight. She Love slams her head on the pavement and then two, the car is still coming towards them and two long white hands shoot out and stop the car. And I am reading it in sexy voice because that's how it feels when you're listening to it. He got his long dangly <laughs> fingers on the van. They're slowly turning into bat wings because bat wings are just fingers. <gasps> dun, dun. I'm just kidding. He doesn't turn into a bat. Also, spoilers, Edward's a vampire. Would be cooler if he turned into a bat. It would be really cool. But then we'd get, like, some weird furry porn, probably. Oh, yeah, we would. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't. The internet would. I bet that's out there. I oh, bet I'm you sure. could find that I if you wanted to. I don't want to. Um, she kind of hears, like, Edward Ch- Edward Cullen checking on her. She she's He's like, are you okay? Are you okay? And she just kind of goes, "Are you, how the hell did you get over here so fast? You stopped the car. And he's like, I was standing right next to you, idiot. Like, <laughs> and, you know, starts the gaslighting yeah, process. gatekeep. Mm-hmm. She's pissed about the special attention she's getting. Like, Edward's like, I don't need to be in the um, EMT. And, you know, she's saying the same thing. And they're like, no, like, you're getting rot. So, like, they're treating her like she's a dainty little object. He gets to boss well, she everybody. Is. She's a woman. She. That's my point is she's getting pissed. This is uh, the feminist. Stephanie Myers believes feminist, she is a feminist. Yes, this is the feminist coming out of she shouldn't be treated like a dainty little option no which i get i don't want that that's baseline i got mad when you told me to calm down one time like not even calm down you said are you okay and i got mad at you (laughs) because i don't like to be told what to do but tyler who hit her car take a minute (laughs) oh no tyler who hit her car is like banged up really bad like he is like cut up in the face like his airbag went off and everything yeah She's extra, extra mad that Edward didn't have to get, like, go to the ER. He's just there to hang out with her pretty much. But she gets to meet Dr. Colin, and oh my god, is he so pale and pretty. Did I mention he's pale? Yeah, pale. 
there's a th- the thing is like if you're pale enough you can just like see your veins mm-hmm. so do, you can see most of my veins do do you in in the book do they say like oh he's veiny and ew no because they're impeccably beautiful okay they wouldn't have blemishes like that oh so she lets go and Edward continues to gaslight her and she's like, it was adrenaline, Bella. Like, you're fucking insane, you crazy little bitch. <laughs> and then she you angrily leaves bitch. and Bella. goes home. But because she has such a degradation kink, that's actually the first night she dreams of Edward Cullen. Mm. Dreams of him? Yeah, dreams of him. This is a Mormon book, Justin. She's not doing sexy stuff. Oh, okay, sorry. Um, For those of you who don't know, Mormons tend to be very prudish. What is, what is the... Um... Is it like a dry humping thing? Yeah. What's it called? I don't remember. Durf? Durf. Yeah, gross. Um, We're in chapter four now. It's about a month later and Tyler, Eric, and Mike, just three guys following her around like they're like in love with her. Yeah. And Edward is acting like a child and pretending she's not even there. Like at school. Like he's like not even. I didn't see you. You are not important to me. Mm Mm-hmm. That's my Edward voice. Every time I impersonate Edward from now on, it's going to be, oh, I'm Edward. Then I'm actually going to need you to not do that. Okay, well, I'm going to. (laughs) Okay, well, I guess if I have to read, if I'm reading the book to you, then you get to do that. (laughs) Um, She comes to the conclusion that Edward wishes he never saved her, which is such a... (laughs) I wish I never saved that winch. Such a ballsy conclusion to come to. Um, And then one day she just shows, she's like, She's going to show him that she can behave herself and says hi. And then he still ignores her. I can really behave myself, Edward. I want to slap both of them. Actually, at this point, I mostly want to slap Bella because Edward has made it clear that he's not into her at this point. She's like, he's just like, don't fuck with me. Oh, my God. So then the eye smells. Wait, what? do you you not like that uh, I can't hear you. I'm uh, actually finishing this next sentence. Oh, okay, okay. So then the ice melts and it's time for the girl's choice spring dance. She gets asked by fucking everybody. She gets asked by Mike, Eric, and the other guy, Tyler. Hey, hey Blue, quick question. Why? Apparently her um, no personality is really hot. So there's that. I love when nothing's going on behind those eyes. That's why we love Bruno, right? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, She has to end up lying to everybody and say she's like going to a different city to get them off her back because she never wants to tell. She doesn't want to tell everybody she can't dance. I have a boyfriend from Canada. uh, You probably don't know him. His name's Edward. I mean, Edward. I mean, Edward. I mean, Edward. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then one day, Edward finally decides to acknowledge her. And... um, He's like, it would be better if we weren't friends. And she responded that you could have figured that out earlier and let me die. What? Whoa. She goes home and realizes that Edward's mean being mean being mean to her because she's boring and not interesting. And he is he is so interesting and so fun. And He's then so she gets sad. Hot and cool and, and like, loves his Volvo. Girl, <laughs> girl, you are internalizing to the max. Like yeah. externalize a little bit. Talk. Talk about it. Yeah. Hey Charlie, like I'm having an issue at school. Yeah. Hey, no, I know we're not very tight. I just wanted to let you know I need some space. Hey, yeah, the only thing you need to do is reach out. Reach out, be like, hey, this is what I need. Yeah. Just need some space. Like, it'd be really nice if you did the cooking one day. And hey, if, if they don't do it, it's on them. Mm-hmm. She tells Charlie she's going to be going to Seattle for some books on the night of the dance, and he's cool with that. And then the next day... Hmm. Okay. I was like, Seattle? And I, I was like, and how far? Yeah, yeah. It's, about, it's about an hour and a half away. Okay. The next, That's still a very long way to go. Well, it'd be like going up to Columbus for a bookstore. Yeah, I guess. We live in Cincy. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, in our hometown. Don't dox us. I know. I said in our hometown, um, there aren't any good bookstores there if we didn't live so close to another big town. Yeah. So, I mean, they're out in the boondocks and forks. They're out in the sticks. I don't know how many big cities there are in Washington. Two. 
Hey, leave us a review. Tell it's us how many. Seattle and, and Olympia. No, wait, Blue, shut up. Okay. Leave us a review and tell us how many big cities there are in Washington. Confirm what, confirm what I just said, that there's the two. No, shut up. Shut up. <laughs> okay, you shut up. Um, the next day at school, she's parking as far away from the Volvo as possible because that stinky, super hot Volvo is mad. <laughs> and she realizes that, like, Edward pops up and he's just trying to irritate her to death. Now, you know, he's being weirdly nice to her. So now is where the um, feelings are getting a little befuddled. Yeah. Um, at this point, I've decided I agree with Bella's confusion on the on the matter. Yeah. Everything else beforehand, it kind of seemed like Edward did try and then realized I fucking hate her. Yeah. Um, she's upset and wondering if he has a multiple personality disorder, which is just such an early 2000s joke. Yeah. Oh, what are you bipolar? Do you have multiple personalities disorder? Oh God, blue. What? I just I just uh, googled. So he drives an XC60. Okay. Yeah. That's a full hatchback. I don't fucking know what you're saying, dude. That's a dude. full. It's not even like it's a. Let me see a picture. It's a full dad's car. Yeah. Yeah, it's not. It's not like he got a sexy Volvo sports car. Wait, that's that Volvo is not silver. The Volvo is supposed to be silver. It's not silver in the movies. That's bullshit. This is bullshit. No, look, they did it right in the first movie. Maybe he got a new Volvo because he's so no, cool. He and uh, at least not th- at this point. Pisses that pisses me off. Maybe he has multiple. Oh, sorry. Wait, he has multiple. Sorry, I can't say it. Oof, I'm just so turned on by the fact that he could have multiple Volvos. <laughs> oh, my God. Actually, speaking of Volvos, he's coming up to her. He's like talking to her. And he offers her a ride to Seattle because his shiny Volvo can make it in one tank of gas. Oh, hell yeah. The, the MPG on that, baby. <laughs> what? Like, is she being fucking paid by Big Volvo? <laughs> like, what the hell? Like, I know in Warrior Cats, they made a joke yeah. about Spotted Leaf. But she actually mentions the Volvo this many times that I noticed it by Chapter 4. Yeah. Dude, why don't we take on my car? It gets 23 city and 26 <laughs> highway. And Bella goes, so are we friends? Or <laughs> <laughs> Are you being paid by Volvo right now? <laughs> so she decides to go to, um, I was going to say she decides to go to Volvo with them. She decides to go to they Seattle They go to the dealership. <laughs> they look around. <laughs> he buys her a new Volvo. Okay, now we're being paid by big Volvo. In chapter hey, five. Volvo sponsor us. Oh, I don't want them to sponsor us. Their car is ugly. <laughs> well, we're not going to need any sponsors if you say that. Oh, nuts. Stephanie, um, my Church of Latter-day Saints. Just kidding. No, thanks. We're going to be on the on the bad mailing list. Yeah, that's fine with me. Chapter five. It's the same day. She's getting the class late. And she's in a blur with all kinds of icky because Edward's not with his family at lunch. So she loses her appetite. <laughs> But I can't see him, so I'm wait, not going to eat. Justin, Edward's sitting alone, and he does look at me. Looking at you. This is audio this is format. Like, I know. I'm going to explain it. He does this. I just need you to explain okay. how comfortable I made you. He stares at her. Okay. And remember st- last time. Wait, he- wait. Just act it out. Act it out, and I'll explain. Okay. Staring at me. Weird, creepy finger towards me. <laughs> cracking the knuckles. <laughs> laughing. <laughs> um. He's sitting alone, and he stares at Bella, and he motions with his index finger for her to join him. Come here, Bella. We're at 47 oh, minutes. Oh, we just started chapter five, dude. <laughs> um, She says that he's in a different act now, and he was like, like, well, you know, I know I was, like, fucking around earlier, but, like, if I'm going to go to hell, I might as well do it thoroughly. And there's, like, <laughs> this weird, ugly flirting going on where Edward is really confident. And Bella is, like, so not. And Edward says he's tired of being good, so now they can try to be friends. Would Edward be alive for the uh, creation of the Latter-day Saints? No. No? Mm-mm. How long ago was that? Um, early 1800s. 1800, okay. But Carlisle would have. Carlisle would have, okay. A friend of mine at work, she told me she pronounced it when she read the book Carcissily. <laughs> Because it's spelled really weird. Hello, it's me, Carcissily. Which I'm I was a like, doctor. Fuck, I really like Carcissily. I like Carlisle a lot. I like Carcissily a lot. I like Carcissily more. Yeah, yeah. Um, so this weird flirting's going on, and she's decided she's just done trying to figure him out. Like yeah. he's clearly not human. She says it as a joke, and then he like, as a favor, requests that 
Don't he gets like a little bit more serious. Don't say that again. He goes, tell me what you think I am. And she's like, I don't know, a superhero. And he goes, what if I'm not a superhero? What if I'm the bad guy? And then <laughs> we're all just bad guys. I wrote in my notes, this talking part is so fucking long. <laughs> and it would not end. But they're doing blood typing in class, which I personally think is a really inappropriate high school lab. Yeah, yeah. Wait, did they take their own blood for it? So Edward skipped class, of course. We did um, blood typing in my anatomy class in high school, but we did like fake blood. No, they take their own. They're doing their own, which I did my own blood typing. But you were in college when you did that. And I did it through spit. Yeah. It was genotyping. So not blood typing at all, really. Well, I got my blood type from my spit. So blood typing. Well, I'm just saying, who's got a biology degree here? (laughs) Um, so he's skipped. She actually gets really oozy and Mike takes her to the nurse as they're going to the nurse. You know, Mike's being a little bitch and Edward sees her and physically picks her up while she's, yeah, Bella picks Bella up. She's struggling. He takes her to the nurse. He goes, lay down. And then another student comes in and goes, Bella, get out. And she runs away because, and he, she's like, he's like, you finally listen to me. And she's like, yeah, I could smell their blood. He goes, people can't smell blood. It's, like, really fucking weird because, like, yeah, you can smell blood. Yeah, it smells can. like shit. It's yeah. bad smell. Like, what? He's, like, I can't really smell and I can smell blood. Like, yeah. that's one of the few things I can smell. Anyways, Mike catches her and says they're going to the La Push next weekend. La Push. La Push. And Edward takes Bella home really aggressively. He's lowering the automatic window of the sexiest Volvo in the world the and bringing her in. dad Volvo ever. He starts interrogating her and they're listening to Claire de Lune, which is like a pretty famous, like old classic song. No idea. Yeah. Well, it's by somebody. I don't remember how they pronounced it, but it's spelled de bussy. <laughs> <laughs> and so I, I was about, I was about to say, how funny would it be if he just like put on little Uzi? <laughs> little Uzi. Um, but he's like, wow, you know, this song like and she's like, yeah. She's not like other girls. This music is for old folks. And he goes, how old are you? And she's like, I'm 17. How old are you? Yeah. Well, not yet. She tries to question him, but he's not responsive at all. And he lets her know he's going on a hike. What a cool um, road trip with someone. Hey, what's your favorite movie? You don't need to know that. You watch TV? It's none of your business. Is this your playlist? I kind of Why like don't I so- ask you the questions? <laughs> and that's uh, that's Justin and I's rendition of how Edward and Bella talk to and each other. Scene. <laughs> um he goes, Hey, I'm going on a hike while you're at La Push, like try not to fall into the ocean, you stupid little piss baby. <laughs> what the fuck? Okay, I may have added the stupid little piss baby part, but he does say, like, don't fall into the ocean. You're like the clumsiest person I've ever met. And she's like fucking mad at that. Which don't fall in the ocean, little dumb. I would dumb. be too. Yeah. Chapter six, this is where we're going to get a little bit more into the Native American and indigenous aspect of this book. Uh-oh. Yeah. So um, she talks to Jessica about sitting with Edward and Jessica goes, yeah, you looked really fucking mad. <laughs> <laughs> and she just end up ends up mopey because Edward's not at school. Um, she's getting bullied by a friend named Lauren, which is just an additional text I wanted to put there. It's not a good name. I don't like Lauren as a name. Sorry, Lawrence. Wow, it's just like Fred. Hey, Fred. Jesus, why the fuck so mean to be? You need to take a time out, Edward. <laughs> being so mean to all these Lawrence and Freds. Some names just don't like feel right in my mouth. It's because you're autistic. Okay, so the next day she's going to La Push. She wants Edward to come, but he's on a hike. Mike is, of course, over the moon, but Jessica's in love with Mike, and it's kind of pe- high school drama. Yeah. They go for a hike, and when they come back, some kids from the local reservation are there. So it's the Quailute, Quailute, Quailute tribe, Quailute. and this is where Let's we're going to talk it about one more time. It. Quailute, 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 Quailute. Okay. Let's do it one more time. Quailute, Quailute. Um, this is we're gonna like kind of put an asterisk here. We're gonna we're gonna. I know we're at fifty three minutes already, but yeah. we're gonna we're, bitch we're gonna, here. We'll we'll do a full like. This will be the first little bit we do in our next episode. Okay, so we'll put an asterisk here. We'll bitch and we'll finish up this chapter and then go next and go to the. Wait, are we gonna bitch now or we're gonna bitch now? We're gonna bitch. Okay, good. Let's get it out. So, um, the Quaylu tribe is a real, actually federal recognized tribe in the United States. Yeah. Um, 
it as of today still um but 2010 based on the article that i read yeah um but today still based on the can't remember the museum name so allegedly no the burke museum um up in seattle washington i'm saying it for us allegedly allegedly. um they worked with the quailute tribe to create a website about the truth versus fiction in twilight um on the representation of their indigenous tribe which is insane that they had to do that that they had to do that that that, that's of like recognized organization had to make this for a recognized tribe Mm -hmm. but stephanie mayer's um Mayor has failed to compensate the Quileut Nation um, and did not ask to use their material for her book. Yeah. As. Which there was some stuff for the movie you were telling me yeah, about. Yeah, she did. Um, there was. It was just filmed, shooting locations. She filmed um, on their actual reservation in New Moon. And I presume they got compensation for that. Yeah. But for their um, likelihood in the book. There has not been any compensation. Not that it, it, it's not like, I mean, it's like her using Volvo, but it's like an actual indigenous tribe. Yeah, these are real people with real yeah. lives. And there has been so much, obviously, destruction of indigenous livelihoods, indigenous art, indigenous everything, indigenous peoples. I mean, you were telling me they like perverted the culture for the tattoos in the movie. Yeah, so they like used, um, like the, the nation itself has, you know, um, what's it called? Like, the stories and their religion is based on something similar to what they tell in the movies, but or in movies and in the books. But it's but not, not really at all. Not <laughs> really at all, but it's close enough that it's, like, aggravating for the nation itself. Yeah. It's like if you were Christian and you just went, yeah, there was a guy named George. He, I don't know, died in a well. <laughs> yeah. And it's like you just kept going like that. Yeah. And the tattoos, which are really important to this culture... She kind of like stole a little bit of theirs and then stole a lot from other native cultures as well, made their own. And then all Which is not this- great. You can't just like mix cultures like that. Like you like it's hard to represent a culture and then just mix in random ones too. Mm-hmm. But these types of items, like the tattoos, the shirts, the tribe, everything like that was being sold on their merchandise. Really? Yeah. So they sold the tattoos and they made um things like that. Oh, my God. So I was kind of thinking, too, what would I have preferred Stephanie Meyer do? Would I prefer her to make her own up or use the nations? And I think I decided and I landed on I would have preferred her to use the nation with their permission and with compensation and their input. Yes. Yes. If someone if she was like, can I work with an historian, give you guys compensation, donate to a cause and like write about you guys, like put you in this book. Mm-hmm. do a little bit of like fictional changes uh which are okay with you but with what she did it'd be better if she just made up one yeah because she does Even portray them so stereotypical well she already does portray them as stereotypical like yeah. all the boys are shirtless this whole and she uses the like eventually we'll learn that like all the boys are shirtless because their temperatures are really high so they don't have to wear shirts and and they're just so hot. No, it doesn't make sense <laughs> for them to wear a shirt. They're babies. He's 15. Oh, shoot. I forgot. Um, Never redacted. <laughs> um, that when they ch- change their, like, forms, their shirts get ripped. But it's still, it's like they're, they're being so portrayed beefy. Um, really poorly as, like, kind of wild Native Americans when that's, like, a harmful stereotype. Oh, for sure. So that would have been my preference for Stephanie Myers, um, especially since it's the book and the movies are still getting like so much attention because she did just release I mean, Midnight Sun recently. She's still getting so much profit from it, yeah. like even residuals. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I read that um, the nation itself, up in Forks, had to like put signs so people even knew where their reservation was, so they like could get people to come look at their like crafts and things like that. Yeah. Um. Basically, just trying to get anything from Twilight, just be like, hey, we were in a reservation in yeah. Twilight. Come see us. Yeah, highly recommend going to the Truth versus Twilight website we have linked. Yeah. And learning some uh a little bit more about the culture themselves. I mean, learn about tribes around you, learn about mm-hmm. like this tribe. It's it's all very like interesting and like any knowledge helps. There's a lot to learn. Yeah. 
Um, so that's our asterisk then. Yeah. So we talked for from 53 to 58. So yeah. about five minutes. That was good. Um, anyways, so they're going for a hike. And when they come back, all these uh, local boys and one girl are there from the reservation. She mm. doesn't really get the names of anybody, but she does like talk to Jacob. She's like, I kind of remember you. He's like, what's up, Loka? <laughs> what's up, Loka? He's the son of her dad's best friend on the reservation. And Bella used to hang out with his sisters a lot. But they're a year older than her. Anyway, the girl who's been bullying Bella makes a comment about the Cullens. And then one of the natives mentions that they are not allowed. They're not allowed to come on their land, which instantly perks Bella up because the only thing she ever cares about is the Cullens. Yeah. She decides to manipulate Jacob into telling her the story, which he's not supposed to share with anyone. thing to do. By flirting with him and calling him older than he looks when he just turned 15 and she's 17 turning 18. He tells her the story that way back in the day, the nation themselves ascended from wolves. Um, They had a story that the cold ones were traditionally, traditionally their enemies. But there was one pack of cold ones that was different. And Jacob's great grandfather was around and they turned, they truce, they had a truce. Where if they stayed off their land, they wouldn't expose them to the pale faces. This group of cold ones was civilized, but there's always a risk for humans to be around them. And she's like, are the, are the Cullens similar to that tribe? And he goes, no, the Cullens are the same ones. They're the ones. What? They're the ones. They're the ones, yeah. Plus uh, uh, two new ones, a male and a female. Hmm. That's uh, uh, Edward and Alice, I believe. Okay. Maybe Rosalie. I don't remember when Rosalie was turned. Um, so she goes, like, what are they? And he's like, are you fucking dumb? They're vampires. <laughs> are you a fucking idiot? And they're then he's obviously like, real life vampires. They're just a story. Like, you don't think I'm a superstitious stitious native now, do you? Which I didn't like that at all. No, no, that's not great. But that he also violated the treaty then by telling her that story. Yeah. Um, and they actually head back. And she invites Jacob to hang in town at some point. You want to hang? And I think we're going to end at the end of chapter six. I do have two more chapters, but we've t- we've talked about an hour now. Yeah. So I'm feeling pretty good about that. Justin, how are you feeling? Pretty good. A little bit of a bummer uh, going over all the things that Stephanie Meyer has done to this tribe or not done, which is kind of the bad part. Yeah. yeah. Um. We're excited to read Twilight. Hopefully, we'll finish up the first. I have a lot to say about Twilight, and apparently, you do too, Justin. He mm. loves Twilight so much. I love it. Um, team, what, what, what team was I on? You're Team J- Jacob, and I'm t- Team Edward. I don't, I, it's I only been an hour, and right, I've completely yeah. forgotten. I'll just have to listen. Uh, to whatever. Um, but thank you so much for listening to Reading Held Hostage. Um, this these next couple of weeks, I'll be teaching Justin about Twilight, New Moon, Eclipse, and Breaking Dawn. I don't think we're gonna read Midnight Sun because that will literally make me all poke my yeah. eyes out or scoop them out like melon balls. Yeah. Um. We don't have a melon baller. I hardly know her. Okay. Please, if you like us, if you want to give us a hug, leave us a review. Um, five stars would be great, but any like actual, what's it called? Feedback you have for yeah. us, send us an email. I mean, leave us a review if you want. Um, five Interact, stars. Tell yeah. your friends. We're anything, on Twitter yeah. at reading held hot or reading hostage. Our Gmail is reading held hostage at Gmail. Um, we don't do anything, so yeah. we will respond and follow you back. Let us know what other books you want us to read. It's going to take us a little bit to read these twilights, but we're, I'm really excited to read the yeah. twilights. Hopefully next time we'll finish up the twi- the first book. We're really looking forward to just having enough interaction that we can have voting on books. So mm-hmm. like make sure you guys hear what you guys want to hear. Yeah. Like we Which means more warrior cats, I'm sure. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. No. So yeah. I also promise we, we won't drink during everyone. But no, no. sometimes you just I just getting such a freaking riled up about them. Yeah. I have to I have to do something. Um but yeah. Leave us a leave us a review. Five stars preferred. Feedback is five or zero. You five or zero. Five. Then's the rules. Yep. You can either f- do five or figure out how to leave zero. Yep. Um And yeah, thank you so much for listening to Reading Health Hostage. We'll be back next Tuesday. Yeah, and we'll be back with the second half of the first Twilight book by Stephanie Myers.
All right. I'm Justin, and I uh, do not like to read. Did you forget if you like to read or not? Kind of an end of Twilight. And my (laughs) name is Blue, and I really like to read. Thank you folks so much. It's just like... <laughs> now we gotta edit, Blue. Can you give me my fucking slippers? Can you give me my slippers? My dogs are barking. <laughs> Justin, careful. I've got the kitten on my lap. He's not good with dogs. God. No free feet pics, everybody. It's an audio format. And good, so they definitely can't see your feet. Although... I'm posting them on Twitter. Oh, no, not your sass squeets. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> All Ugh. right.